Hi, I'm Amy Tian Yi Zhao, a Chinese living in America, and I'm Meg, an American who married into a Chinese family. We're the host of the Spark, a podcast that explores what it means to traverse between cultures, interrupt barriers, and create connections. 大家好，我们是火花电台，一档致力于打破文化边界，偶尔以中英双语录制的播客节目。欢迎你和我们一起用对话启迪思想。Hey everybody! We're so happy you're here. We're back, second episode of the new year. And if you'll remember, last time we were together,、yeah. um, we ended the episode asking a question, and the question was, "What could you achieve in life if you decided to become totally and blissfully impervious to hostile criticism and rejection?" And we, Amy and I, answered that on the spot. And this week, we thought we'd start with a question. Yeah. Um. And that question is, when is a risk worth taking? And this question felt like too big of a question to just slide in at the end of an episode and say bye. Um. Because I think it's so much bigger in the sense of. The spark itself, you know what I mean.、Mm. Like the spark is, I don't know. Like taking a risk is, in a way, being the spark, if you、mm. think about it. And、um, so, I just want to dive in and、yeah. talk about our answers to this question because I think it's, I think it's right in alignment with,、um, with what we're trying to do with this community and this podcast.、Mm-hmm. My answer, in short, to this question is: a risk is worth taking when you don't think about it as a risk. When you, looking back at something that you've done, and then reevaluating the circumstances and realizing that there was a risk. Because for me, risk is such a it's it's a big word, and it symbolizes. Missing chances. It symbolizes danger. It symbolizes、uh, danger.、Uh, I already said danger. It symbolizes a lot of、uh, negativity associated with whatever actions that you are about to take. Now, if I were to do something,、um, if it already comes come with a lot of negative connotation,、uh, I would hesitate. But then, going back to this question itself, since it is an action. I, I interpreted the question as is an act is an action worth、uh, being done. So I will put the risk aside. I will not think about the negativity. But looking back at it, then I will realize, oh wow, at that specific moment, there were a lot of、uh, quote unquote risks and danger associated with it.、Uh, I don't know if it's a very clear answer, but I want to give an example.、Um, Of risks worth taking, and that example is this podcast. And you know,、uh, last episode in the beginning of this year, we were looking back and thinking ahead about our journey with this podcast. And 
looking back at it, there were a lot of risks associated with it. And I remember vaguely of, you know, going to parties and people uh, jokingly telling me that, oh, wow, now you have a podcast and me trying to type down words in the Instagram story and try to lay it out in a very unprofessional way uh, with different uh, colors that are not coordinating, but completely just immersed in that environment and blissfully ignoring what people were talking about, uh, about this venture. And that, uh, looking back at it, was a risk worth taking. Um, it, there were a lot of, you know, people could make fun of it. And in fact, people did. Uh, looking back, I can see, I, I finally, I understood a lot of circumstances where I may not notice, <laughs> but there were definitely comments or, you know, just little little reactions to, oh, wow, now you are like coming to a social event and telling about your podcast. You're one of those people. Um, it, yeah, it was, um, it, I think that is, that is my answer. And that is uh, one example that I can think of. And it's definitely still a risk, <laughs> but I'm taking it and I'm trying to no, I am turning it into an opportunity to open up to so much more conversations and just a healing exercise for me on a weekly basis. Totally, totally. Yeah, it's an interesting question in the sense too where, I don't know, I think a lot of what we talk about on this podcast are risks. Like a lot of the stories that we hear from people, from our guests that come on the podcast, it's ultimately all about taking risks. It's mm -hmm. it's about deciding, you know, when you're in middle school or high school that you're ready to just up and leave and go to a different country as a foreign exchange student, or it's taking a risk to open up your own art gallery or mm -hmm. taking a risk. And I don't know, defying expectations and yeah. doing what you want to do with your life. I think that's, those are some really common themes that we discuss with people here is just mm -hmm. these risks of, I think a risk in my mind is defined as something that's going against the grain mm -hmm. and something that is not the norm. And mm -hmm. I think taking a risk is also betting on yourself mm -hmm. and saying, well, okay. Like in, in many ways, like I don't know. I don't necessarily see like to counter your answer in the sense of this podcast, like take this, this podcast is taking mm -hmm. a risk in the sense, mm -hmm. because what do we have to lose? Yeah, that's true. There's nothing to lose. And like when it comes into yeah. any creative endeavor, what are like, you can't care about what anybody, what anybody else thinks in the sense of like, what are, what are you losing? Like, Oh, somebody's like, um, pat on the back that you did a good job. Like, well, do you even need their pat on the back that you did a yes. good job? Why? You know, that is so interesting. That is, I love that you said it because I think, you know, I know I don't need it now. But I think it's so crucial. I love the contrast opinions on this because I think risks, first of all, risk is so different for every single person. Yeah. And what I'm what I'm envisioning that I'm losing, you might not even want it in the first place. 
Yeah, that's true. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) And then that's just a little thing. But then I think, um, I, initially what I, when I think about it, uh, my first reaction is face, right? I was afraid Mm. of losing faces. I was afraid of, um, but going back to creation and creativity to some degree, you can't hang on to these Uh, But I think it's completely two things that we're talking about. One is the true meaning of creating and creations, trying to be a creator on the side or being your full-time job. What kind of mentality do you have to have in order to go into that profession? And another thing that we're trying to talk about is um, it's how to define risk. Like, does it, does it mean it's not a risk if, uh, if you're, if what I'm envisioning that I'm losing is not important in the world's opinion. Hmm. Okay. Say that one more time. Like what I'm envisioning that I'm losing because you, you started saying that, you know, there's nothing to lose, right? Because mm-hmm. if we start this, we have so much to gain. But in my head, I was so afraid of losing faces. I was afraid of becoming one of the people that I didn't like or oh. becoming... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then that that's just two completely different connotations. This is just one of the many examples that we can think of. But in this specific incident, is it is it still a risk? I mean, it's a risk for me, but it's not the risk in other people's opinion or in other people's world. And does it mean that risk is not important? Does it mean that I'm not tr- I'm not uh settling the risk? Because for a very long time, I'm trying to, what is the word, what is a verb that you can use, not conquer the risk, but avoid a risk? No, Um, de-risking. De-risking. (laughs) De-risking. Because, yeah, for a lot of the effort that I made was was to um, de-risking. And... (laughs) But but the but the thing is, if it's not even a risk in other people's opinion, then does it mean it's all? It doesn't make sense. It's all in my head. Yeah, it probably is. But I just found it fascinating. Yeah. Um, no, you bring up a really great point because, like we just said, like risk is different for every person. I so to kind of put a bow on that, all risk is relative. Like, mm-hmm. what's risky for you might be not risky for me. And what's risky for me might be not risky for you. Like, for example, here's another thing that I think about too. Yeah. Like the first morning I was in New York a year, Mm -hmm. like a little over a year ago, and I was to take the subway on my own to come meet you at your job. To me, the thought of that, like I knew I was brave enough. I can do this. I'd never done that before anywhere. And especially in New York city, you know, and I knew I was going to be fine. Like I knew I could do it. And like, I did not, I don't feel like I really let you know that I was like nervous beforehand, but it felt like a risk in the sense, like, I was like, Oh my God, like what if something happens, you know, all these things, but that's not a risk to you. You do that every single day. And so in that sense, like it's relative, but then does risk always, that brings my question me to this question is does risk always have to be associated with fear Mm. we did have an episode about uh about fear and we did yeah Uh, scared but brave brave. yes 
Um, no, no, it doesn't have to be. It's associated with excitement too. It's associated True. with newness and unpredictability. And it's not always negative. I know that I give it a lot of negative connotation is because um, that tend to be the case more often, but it doesn't mean it has to be negative. And I think, I think it's because we, I remember we always talk about life, like we're leveling up, like as yeah. we, we grow older, we, you know, no matter if it's career wise or, or personal lives wise, we are taking bigger risks and we are leveling up. And in that circumstances, I think we are certainly embracing the good part of it and risk in that specific um conversation it's it's associated with a new stage so um there's a lot of excitement yeah i i i mean that's an interesting question what's your answer though when is it worth taking i would say it's worth taking when it's a bet on yourself when you know that you couldn't imagine life not making that decision like yeah that you would always wonder what if what if what if what if if i don't do this like something my dad always told me growing up like especially when really hard things happened or like if i feel like i messed up or i didn't i don't know i didn't land something exactly how i wanted to or whatever he always would tell me and ask me will this matter in five years? Will it. this matter in 10 years? Will this matter in 20 years? His grandmother used to tell him that and ask him that when he felt like something, you know, was, was really big in the moment, but then you bring it back and you're like, will this matter in five years? No, I probably won't even remember this in five years or in on the contrary though, with, with a risk, like you know, um, we've talked about it before, but like, I mean, I don't, it sounds weird to say, but like marrying somebody from a different country is a risk. It is a risk in the sense, like, and we both like, you know, we're both with people that are yeah. not from our home countries and that feels like a risk, but I think about that. And I would, if I had never married my husband or mm -hmm. like been with him, I would always wonder, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? As to where like anybody else, no, I don't wonder. Like, you know what I'm like? I would always wonder, God, what if I, what if I just would have said yes? What if I would? And like, so that's when like, I know I made the right decision. You know what I that's mean? So because sweet. like, I don't wonder, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you and guys are so certain. That made me not wondering anymore. The love that you have <laughs> made other people feel certain about themselves or whatever, oh. you know, that, and that is very, that is powerful because that is a, I, I, I agree. I think it's about not having, not only even regret, do not let this thing having long, long lasting impact on you. Yeah. Um, I think risk is maybe the antidote to regret. Yeah. But you know what, what sucks though, is that sometimes you don't have that much of a time to think about it. Yes. We've talked about that before. Like where yeah. it's like, 
you don't oftentimes risk happens in a split second. It's like, yeah, you know, I, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's often like a snap decision, but then also I think that keeps you close to your gut Mm -hmm. as far as what you want, because when you don't have time to think about it, you do what your gut tells you to do. Mm -hmm. Like we spend so much time looking outside of ourselves for external validation and, um, I don't know, praise that we're on the right track or we're doing the right thing, or this is the decision you should make, or, you know, outside of ourselves, outside of ourselves, outside of ourselves, when really like we have the answers of Mm -hmm. what we need to do, not just want Mm -hmm. to do, but we need to do inside of ourselves already. There's this quote that I always think about. It's like, don't ask people for directions to places they've never been. Mm -hmm. And I think about that, you know, it's just, as I'm talking about it in terms of what we were talking about earlier of like, uh, you know, like external, like losing face, for example, it's like, well, what are, are they have, do they have a podcast? Are they going to start a podcast? Like, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's not. And then also like in the sense of lose, like the risk of quote unquote, like losing face is it a risk because you think it's a risk or is it a risk because people have projected on you that it is a risk because they are judging you for it? Do you know what I mean? I know that was a lot. Yeah. No. Is it, is it their projection of it being a risk or is it actually a risk? You know what I mean? Because it's definitely both ways. I think for me, I, uh, I always like using this. I like that we're targeting this upfront in the beginning of the year because yeah. I think that is a big, big subject that a lot of people are concerning about, like how good you are versus how the world thinks how good you are. The two two way of mirroring yourselves. Um, I think it's both ways. For me, I have this um, risk alarm in my head and I know for a fact that the world also think is a risk because they don't do it. Now, I remember when we went to MoMA a couple of years ago in New York and they had this oh, book, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And then they said that uh, it was a catalog with just one word on it, one sentence on it. And they said, everyone comes to, it, it's not the exact same quote, but it said that everyone uh, comes to MoMA thinking that they could paint the paint on the wall. And the oh. only difference is, they did, but you didn't. The yes. Did, but you didn't. So I think that is navigating risk, right? Some people think that normal, the commoner, the us, just visitors, thinks we can do it and not doing it because we are afraid of being judged. But one of the few people just chose to do it. And now they're, they're are, are, are hanging on the wall. So um, there's definitely a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely a projection, but how much do I want that projection to affect me and my decision is the next step. Because I think if my action is completely based on people's projection, then that is not who we want to become in a risky situation. Uh, so, so yeah, I wonder what, what did, why did this question stand up, stand out to you? Well, honestly, 
I didn't pick it. It kind of just chose me. So I have this book that I picked up. I kind of mentioned this at the end of the last episode too, when I asked the first question, Mm -hmm. but I was years ago, like it was like 2013, Mm -hmm. summer of 2013. I was, um, in Lincoln city, Oregon, and I was just mulling around with some friends, um, at this, it's a little beach town. And we went into the shop and there is this book there by this person. I have no idea who he is, but he went on an adventure. His name's Eric Sapperston mm. and the book is called live in wonder. And I, it's just one of those books, you know, when you find it and you're like, Oh, this is just like, I just have to have it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just, mm-hmm. and I have carried it with me for since then. And it's filled with questions to ask people that you value and, mm-hmm. you know, find interesting. It's just like conversation starters. And I don't know. So I just love the questions in there. And so mm-hmm. every once in a while, what I'll do is I'll just flip open the page and there's a question. Mm-hmm. And then the question just appears. You know what I mean? Oh, I like, see, it's I just see, like, I, I, I let... I don't know. In essence, maybe that's part of like a mini creative process there, but, um, I kind of like leaving things like that up to chance because oftentimes what I find is that it aligns with whatever I'm seeking or looking for in that moment or, you know, and I just, I wasn't really like, I don't know. I just somehow the perfect question just popped up and that's, that's it. So, um, and that's how we'll, that's how all the questions will be that we end up asking on the spark in this new little mm-hmm. portion of each episode. And then and that's how sparks are created in the first yes. place. Questions. You wander around and then it starts with questions and different answers. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah. So I think, you know, as we are trying to create more as the new year comes, we, we really, I, I think that is such a great idea that every week we just pick up a question if we don't have a guest and then we, we throw the question in the air and try to answer it. Mm-hmm. And it's especially like risk is such a interesting concept because uh, as you just mentioned, you're married, you marry into your Chinese family who you've never, you know, that is a, that is a risk, a, a big risk. But um, when facing this risk or when facing this situation, did you talk to yourself? about what if a happens i will do b is there any backup plan um to (laughs) de-risk um no the only backup plan is to still be with my husband you know what i mean like in any way shape or form no matter what bottom lines that's the bottom line that is the non-negotiable and everything else has will have to be navigatable if that makes Mm. sense. And I think like, if there's anybody else out there that's listening, that's in a, a cross-cultural marriage, like where there's two actively two different countries involved, um, you really start like a lot of our conversations, like in marriage are probably much different than, you know, like a couple that's both people are American, you know, in a way, or both people are Chinese or whatever. Like, our conversations start with, you know, like 
the state of the world sometimes and like, okay, like, well, this just happened. So what does this mean for, you know, my country and your country and the relationship between, or, you know, and a lot of our conversations like do revolve around that because, because ultimately what we want to get down to and what we want to, what's most important is making sure that there is access to the people that we love, no matter what, Mm -hmm. whether it's each other and whether it's our extended family members. And I mean, we faced, we literally experienced one of the worst case scenarios Mm -hmm. for this, the risk of being together. Yeah. Was, which was the pandemic, you know? Yeah. And, um, I mean, there's a lot that was a result of that. A lot of heartbreaking things that were a result Mm -hmm. of that as well. But ultimately in the end, it was like, okay, like I had to make decisions too, like as my husband's partner to be like, okay, like I can hold down the fort. Like you can, like, we will always be together but if you need to go somewhere for a long, an extended amount of time, and maybe we don't see each other very much and I need to manage things like household wise, financially, like everything, like I can do that. You know what I mean? Like kind I of, know what you mean. yeah. Like the ultimate teamwork, like take one yeah. for the team kind of thing. Um, and people who are not in a to country marriage, as I'd like to say, didn't have to think about that. They just had to think about like, okay, how long is the drive until we can go see your parents or my parents or your sister, you know, or whatever. And Mm -hmm. we didn't have that. And, um, bigger decisions had to be made. And then I think sometimes too, like, it's the risk it has always been worth taking, but sometimes mm. in any risk that you take, sometimes the risk that you take can lead to a lonely road for a moment. Yeah. It can diverge into a lonely road. And, and then it's it'll not always worth taking. Yeah. I mean, you have to decide, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's right back to like what we were saying. Like you have to decide if it's worth it, if it's, if it's really, and like, I think that's, what's so helpful about, like, like we said earlier, like a risk being something that you kind of have to make in a snap decision because it keeps you close to your gut. And so, yeah, I think, you know, what's so funny. (laughs) I think it comes down to, I love where you're, you, you have a very clear boundary, which I always really respect. And a clear bottom line. And that bottom line is is a it's the it's the it's the sometimes the only thing that you have to fight for. Everything else doesn't matter when in a very risky situation, all you were doing is to hold on to the bottom line. And yeah. and you know, I think I look back at a lot of things and also again looking ahead, I will mostly look back and I realize that being a I don't know if it's the same for you but I have a feeling that it's the same for you I look back at a lot of the risks that I took I they are all worth it even though I say that it's not worth it I don't know if it's being manipulative or it's just you know or it's just a, <laughs> um 
because sometimes you know you go to someone who's very senior especially in a professional place trying to ask for opinion uh, or like or something that you don't understand and then they give you an answer that is incredibly vague and try to <laughs> tell you to eat bitter and just suck it up and then you're like that doesn't seem like that's how you got to where you are today but i will take it but that also <laughs> sounds incredibly manipulative but okay um <laughs> Um, and not only me, I know a lot of people who have similar situations, like, you know, they, you can't tell someone who's making a tenth of what you're making to, to do harder works than what you're doing right now. But that's a tangent. Regardless, I think I was taught to, and also I'm comfortable in a way of thinking of all the mistakes are treasures and all the, mm. all the risks are worth taking. And I hope that even though it is manipulative, but I think at the end of the day, for yourself, I think it, it might be the only way to go in order to grow. Because if we live with regrets, that is that is hard. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, both of us are engaged in this uh, very complicated two countries uh, relationship. And if you look at the bright side, of course, it gained so much. It's a, a strong foundation, very clear bottom line, very impeccable bond and partnership. But I think you can also look at it in a in a negative way, right? In a negative way that this is your bottom line, but this is also your soft spot. So, um, so I think it really depends on perspective. And I'm also trying to train myself into thinking that risks if i take it it's always worth taking mm -hmm. what do, i'm curious what do you feel like is the biggest risk that you've taken in your life and if it's something that you're like mm, that's private to me then that's fine like we can mm -hmm. omit that but mm -hmm. if you're willing to share mm -hmm. i think uh the biggest risks is probably i always say relationship as well i would definitely say it's relationship as well uh, because I simply didn't think enough. I I simply followed my heart, and then as you um, should. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think that much when it comes to things things like this. Um, which resulted into um decisions afterwards. Uh, that I I think yeah, deciding to stick together is yeah. the biggest risk. It's a choice. It becomes a, a choice. choice. There's that initial, yeah. like, okay, this is happening. And you feel like you're kind of falling into it, which I think is like the falling yeah, into yeah, yeah. love. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. I think true love is making the decision to love one another yeah. every mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, uh, even though when I voiced it out, it sounds very similar to what you said, but I think I... I took it in a rather different way that I sometimes do, like, especially in the beginning, because we started off traveling a yeah. lot, a yes. lot of long distance, a lot of just growing together, mm -hmm. um, going through phases together. And because um, we were young, we were so young. And I think about um, that too. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, to we think. Were, I know, right? We were like children. Well, not really, but um, and that 
is hard. And I think if you look at it from a utility perspective, because I have people around my age now trying to find a partner to, to not settle down, but to go to another stage in life. And you look at a lot of indicators in a very um, utility-driven perspective. And all of these indicators, no matter if it's maturity or or your, your professional skills or your... Um, when we were at that age, nothing checked. Like <laughs> the only thing that checked was, oh, I like you. But then that's it. Um, so I think definitely choosing to stay with one person throughout all these years and um, beyond is, is a risk. But I, I, I treat it as a decision that I made. And um yeah, because it the more I think about the risk, the scarier it gets. And then I'm like, mm, don't like the sound of it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah, it is. I think, you know, when as you were saying that they, being in a choosing to be in a relationship with anybody is a risk in the sense that yeah. you're trusting who they are, you're trusting that they're going to be kind to you, they're, you're trusting all these things. And like, taking a risk and the risk also is your heart in the end mm -hmm. like you know mm -hmm. and but then if you if you don't put yourself out there if you don't take the risk then you risk you know experiencing I think the most beautiful and sacred connection you could have with another human being you know what yeah. I mean so, so if you don't yeah. take a risk, it's a risk. And you know, too. another thing that I, I want to say, another risk that I will be taking, not that it will happen anytime soon, is the next job offer that I take. Mm, yes, 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 yes. I don't know yeah. if you can say the same, but for me, like people my age, um, close to 30, I've been in the same job for like half a decade. This is the, and same as long as this podcast existed. And That's true. has been existing. And then it's very rare for people my age to do this. And love what I'm doing. Um, but I think sooner or later, I I will make the jump and I will go to a better place. Sooner or later, knock on woods. Don't take it the wrong way. But um, <laughs> but when I take that offer, that is that will be a risk. And no, because when I'm in one job for this long any move any changes that, that I, I do for the next stage of my life will be very risky new environment new way of doing things um yeah I love that you brought that up because that is something that I was thinking about today like mm. I wasn't even thinking about this episode I was just thinking about that because like you like I've the, the job that I'm in currently right now is the job I've been in the longest throughout my career. Like I have had my own practice, like my own business. And then I've had like full-time hybrid with, you know, all this kind of stuff going on at all times. Mm -hmm. And as you get older and as, as I've gotten older, there's more and more to lose on the line. So mm -hmm. it makes jumping around or like going shopping for different jobs a little bit more 
you feel like, okay, I need to think twice about this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm in a position right now where I'm like, if nothing's, if nothing's broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes I'm like, there's the younger part of me that's like, oh, I wonder if like you took a leap for this or if you did this or because I said last episode, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I feel like I could play it bigger in my career. Yeah. But then also I, I think about, came out. yeah. And I, and I think like, but then I'm like, well, what's the priority in my life right now though? Like I know, right? Yeah. The priority in my life right now is not to have the sexiest job in the world. It's to make good money, have a, st a stable income, stable household and do the things that I love and focus on me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't know, but I do agree with you. And I love that you brought that up. Cause I was just having this passing thought while I was working out today about that. And it's, it's always like, working out, right? It always is working out. Yeah. Like all yeah. of our text conversations are like, boom, like I was just on a run or I was lifting yeah. weights. And it's like, I thought about this and it's so true. There's, mm -hmm. I know that there's science behind that. But, um, yeah, that is, I love that you bring that up because it is risky. Like the mm -hmm. next career move, for example. Yeah. So I, I think, and also I think that is a lot of things that people resonate with. Mm -hmm. Um, because that is, regardless of anything, that is something you do eight hours a day, a third of yeah. your life of a day of, of 24 hours. Yeah. You're doing that and it better be worth it. Better be so, worth it. Mm -hmm. yeah I think yeah I thought about it a lot and the priorities in life I, in itself it's another episode but totally that is a whole other episode yeah I yeah. think like I love the idea of like talking about life priorities because I think that there is probably a lot of people out there right now who are reevaluating like what their priorities are in life whether they realize it or not you know, and mm -hmm. I think that maybe that's like, I hate to keep like tying things back to the the pandemic because I just want to forget it. But like at the same time, like none of us would be for better, or for worse, who we are, or where we are at, without that happening um, in a result. But also I think regardless of what the outcome was for you on the other side of the chaos that was the past few years, um, I think what was so interesting and in a way a silver lining through all of it was the clarity of what mm -hmm. mattered mm -hmm. and the, the clarity of priority. Mm -hmm. And so I think like coming out of that, and I I've noticed that for me in this new year is like, okay, like, you know, I used to be the kind of person, this is just a small example, but I used to be the kind of a person like right before this, I had, I worked out. And, um, then I was, had to send something off and do all these things. But, and like, normally I would have taken like one extra workout. Like I had a 10 minute extra workout that I did want to like tack onto my main one, but I didn't, I decided to make a smoothie for myself instead because mm. nourishing myself and making sure that I take time to do mm -hmm. simple things like eat, go to the bathroom and make sure I get eight hours of sleep, which are three yeah. things I did play negotiation games with, um, in yeah. the past. And I'm not doing that anymore because if I can't like be in front of you 
with enough energy to be here, then what's the point of me being here? You know what I mean? And so it just, I don't know, just getting really clear on those things. And like I said, that's like a whole other episode, but I don't know. I feel like that's, I just have this feeling in the larger universe. You You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, because the risk is you might lose that 10 minutes of calorie you could burn, but well, it's, it's worth more. taking because you're yeah. gaining more. And there's something that like, for me, it's like this year, like physically, like I, I, like I said before, like I'm working out for 90 year old Meg. That's I, mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of things for her lately, actually, yeah. um, beyond that. Um, but I just, I'm, so I'm doing like these programs right now where it's like a set program. If you miss a workout, then it's like you miss a workout and you don't get your gold star at the end. Mm -hmm. You only get silver star because you didn't complete, you know what I mean? So I'm like, Oh, I want to get the workout done, you know, so I can get my gold star. Um, but then I realized like, there is a balance, like there is a balance. And I was talking, I have this, um, free physical therapy app through my insurance, which I'm super thankful of. Um, especially with, you know, the recoveries that I've had to go through the past year, almost two years now. Um, and I have a health coach like through that. Mm. And so I talk to her sometimes and I was telling her about just last week or the week before about, you know, my upcoming trip to China and how I'm a little bit like stressed because I want to make sure like I can somehow some way like keep up with my strength because when I start to feel like my legs are getting weak, I start to feel like my knee is Mm. like kind of in pain a little bit. Mm. Um, but then she was saying to me, she was like, well, why do you feel that way? And then I realized I had this story in my head of well, like I had been away for three weeks, um, in Oregon and wasn't consistent on like workouts. And then that's how my knee fell out of place when that's not true. Like it was like Mm. dislodged by impact and that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And it had nothing, it would have happened whether I was working out or not. And she told me, she said, your time in China away from your workouts and just being is part of your overall health. Mm -hmm. It is a contributing, it's a contributor to the overall of your health. Health is not only working out. It's not only eating right. It's taking time to relax and just Mm -hmm. be, and not, it all fits into the grand picture because if you're putting too much weight on one portion, then things go counterbalance and Mm -hmm they'll go wacky anyways, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean though. I, I, yeah. I think that's a good way to wrap up this episode. It's, mm-hmm. I love that we always end up with either a workout tips or a wellness note. Um, <laughs> because I know that a lot of people our age are experiencing anxiety and also forced pressure from themselves especially in the beginning of the new year that when you want to hit a goal to get that new gold star try to take a risk but think about risk part a little bit too much than what you can gain from it um we're just here to remind you that um 
the risks if you take it is always worth taking I think yeah yeah and think about think about if think about the risk you're taking if you don't take the risk you know know, what I mean yeah yeah so if if you have an answer to this question when is a risk worth taking please reach out to us at hello spark podcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on Substack. This, I think it's the yeah, spark podcast.substack.com. Um, get in touch with us, a DM us on Instagram, DM us on all the socials that we are out there on. Um, we chat every, I mean, everywhere. So wherever you can find us, get in touch with us and let us know what your answer is to this question. I'm super, super curious because it's, I think it goes a lot deeper than you realize at first glance, you know, and it makes Mm -hmm. you think, and I think it's, it's funny how this question just popped up when I opened the book too, because I think it truly is a great question to ask as we Mm -hmm. stare down a new year, you know, Mm -hmm. for sure. Well, thank you so much. See you next time. See you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love for you to join in on the conversation. If you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast. You can also connect with us on Instagram at spark underscore podcast and Facebook at the spark podcast with Megan Amy, or send us an email at hello spark podcast at gmail.com. And wherever you may be listening from, we hope you have the courage to be the spark.